This is the SF Productions Podcast Network. The Kinescope Initiative Episode 143. A sitcom review in chronological order. From the SFPPN Television Center, take it away, Mark. Thank you, announcer Bod, and welcome to the Kinescope Initiative, a sitcom review in chronological order. Let's continue with the sitcoms of 1987. We've made it to another milestone series, not just for its use of raunchy humor, but for the fact that it adds the Fox Network to our listings. Love and marriage, love and marriage Go together like a horse and carriage This I tell you, brother Married with Children premiered on Fox on April 5th, 1987 at 8 p.m. Meet the Bundys of suburban Chicago Put upon shoe salesman Al, Ed O'Neill Lazy wife Peg, Katie Seagal Bimbo daughter Kelly, Christina Applegate, and horny son Bud, David Faustino. There's upwardly mobile next-door neighbors Marcy, Amanda Bierce, and Steve, David Garrison. Steve later left Marcy, and she got married to scammer Jefferson, TV show killer Ted McGinley. We covered David Garrison in episode 124 for It's Your Move, and Ted McGinley in episode 70 for Happy Days. Ed O'Neill was a high school and college football player and worked construction and steel mill jobs in Appalachian, Ohio, as a teen. He was signed to the Pittsburgh Steelers, but got cut during training camp. He returned to college, he had dropped out, and got involved in acting, and a Broadway role in Knockout opposite Danny Aiello led to some film work and a run on Another World. O'Neill was doing guest TV and stage work when he was discovered by a Fox agent and asked to audition for Married with Children. During the show's long run, he appeared in films Canine, Wayne's World, and Little Giants, and afterwards more films The Bone Collector, Wreck-It Ralph, and Finding Dory, both voice work. He was a regular or recurred on The Tenth Kingdom, Big Apple, Dragnet, The West Wing, John from Cincinnati, And then his second grab at the brass ring, Modern Family, with three Emmy nominations, two Golden Globe nominations, and four SAG wins out of nine nominations. O'Neill is also a sought-after voiceover commercial artist. Katie Seagal's family is from showbiz, her mother a singer, producer, and writer, her father a TV director. Her young twin sisters, Jean and Liz, were actors, see Double Trouble, episode 121, as was her brother. In fact, Norman Lear is her godfather. Seagal began working as a singer backing up Bob Dylan, Etta James, Tanya Tucker, and Bette Midler. She sang theme songs for a few movies and released her own albums. A minor role on a Columbo episode, directed by her father, led to the 1985 Mary TV series, episode 130, which led to Married with Children, getting four Golden Globe nominations. During the show's run, she became pregnant and it was written into the show. She then miscarried, and the show wrote it off as a Dallas-esque dream sequence. Later pregnancies, which were successful, 
were explained by having her character off on trips. After that series, she moved into voice work on Recess and then a long run on Futurama as Leela. Seagal also continued live-action work, Tucker, Imagine That, and then her third hit, Eight Simple Rules. There's also runs on Boston Legal, Eli Stone, Lost, Shadam, and voice work on Higley Town Heroes. Then came hit number four, Sons of Anarchy, winning a Golden Globe. After that, A to Z, The Bastard Executioner, Superior Donuts, Spirit Riding Free, voice work, Shameless, Rebel, and is currently on the Connors. Siegel has played the mother of Kaylee Cuoco's characters on Eight Simple Rules and The Big Bang Theory. Christina Applegate's parents were also in the biz, father a record producer, mother a singer and actress. She made her TV debut with her mom in 1972, then began getting film roles a few years later. She got regular roles on Washington and Heart of the City, along with multiple TV guest spots. Then came Married with Children. During the show's run, she appeared in Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead and Mars Attacks. She rejected a proposed spinoff for Kelly Bundy's character, then became a founding member of the Pussycat Dolls. Applegate then moved on to the starring role in Jesse, which earned her a Golden Globe nomination. More films, Anchorman, Surviving Christmas, plus a guest role on Friends, playing Rachel's sister, finally winning her an Emmy, plus a second nomination. She made it to Broadway in Sweet Charity, getting a Tony nomination for the lead role, but she had to step down after an injury. Then her third series, Samantha Who, with two Emmy and two Golden Globe nominations. She got into voice work in the Chipmunk films and then series number four, Up All Night. There was a vacation film reboot and the Bad Moms franchise. Series 5 was Dead to Me, with three Emmys and a Golden Globe nomination. In terms of her private life, she was diagnosed with breast cancer in 2008 and multiple sclerosis just this year. David Faustino made his TV debut at three months on a Lily Tomlin special, then did a lot of TV guest spots starting in 1980. He was a regular on I Had Three Wives and appeared in the film The Star Chamber, and then came Married with Children. Faustino stayed busy after the series, but that was his high point. He was a regular or recurred on The Help, Star Ving, Bad Samaritans, The Young and the Restless, was voice work on DreamWorks Dragons, The Legend of Korra, and Winx Club. Amanda Beer studied under Meisner, which led to a run on All My Children. Then came Married with Children, which got her into directing. She did 31 episodes of the series, other directing gigs, Nick Frino, Licensed Teacher, The Jamie Foxx Show, Dharma and Greg, Reba, Mad TV, The Big Gay Sketch Show. She was an executive producer. Beers came out publicly as gay in 1993. As noted, Married with Children is our first entry from the Fox Network. In fact, it was the very first primetime series on the network. Joan Rivers had a late night show on Fox, which actually introduced the network. Fox was desperate for any traction at this point, and the show would be considered their first hit, running for 11 seasons, despite only cracking the top 30 once for season 5, with a Bazinga scale of 2.3. This was partly due to the fact that Fox didn't cover the entire country, especially in their early days. 
Ed O'Neill noted that his hometown, Youngstown, Ohio, didn't have a local Fox affiliate until the run of the show was nearly over. Many of his friends reportedly thought he was famous for doing beer commercials. Also, Married was pretty much on its own in terms of hit Fox shows to draw viewers. It would take a few years for The Simpsons to join them. However, the show was helped by controversy. It was very offensive, and there were attempted boycotts. They resulted in more publicity for the series. Within the show's continuity, an episode where a TV show is made about the Bundys is canceled because, quote, some woman in Michigan didn't like it. In fact, one episode called I'll See You in Court, involving Al and Peg recording themselves having sex at a motel, was never aired during the original run, but it is available on the DVD sets. More recent reviews of that episode called it sedate and quaint. Several episodes were delayed for reshooting and editing of controversial content. Ironically, despite the show's prurient push for a male audience, the production was lauded for the use of women behind the camera. The series earned seven Emmy nominations and six Golden Globe noms. When the 11th season wrapped, there was no indication it would be the finale. Cast members learned of its cancellation from fans and low-level employees of the production. O'Neill would later state that stations running the show in syndication put pressure on the network to end it, as more episodes would have raised their rights fees. There were books, a comic book series, toys, and action figures produced about the series. Plus, there were international remakes in Armenia, Argentina, Brazil, Bulgaria, Croatia, Germany, Hungary, Israel, Russia, Turkey, and the UK. There were multiple spinoffs. Top of the Heap starred Matt LeBlanc as a scammer, and that show in turn got a sequel called Vinny and Bobby Neither Lasted Long. An attempted spinoff starred Garrison's character, a second failed spinoff intended to spoof friends called Enemies Never Made It, and a show about an anti-female group that Al joined was rejected as well. You can find Married with Children streaming on Hulu. I chose an episode to watch that got the highest rank on IMDb. I never watched the show before, and this just confirmed why. Of course, you do get the classic Sinatra song, Love and Marriage, as the opening. Early DVD sets excluded this due to music rights. And then there's the episode. The main plot involves Al returning a book to his old-school library. The dialogue is extremely sarcastic. There's a lot of stereotypes flashbacks to Al's childhood, and the jokes are hokey. Sweet Surrender premiered on NBC on April 18, 1987 at 8.30 p.m. Dana Delaney stars as a working mom who decides to become a stay-at-home mom to her kids, a young son played by Eden Gross, and a newborn daughter played by Rebecca and Sarah Sims. Her husband, played by Mark Bloom, has to adjust to the new arrangement. Christopher Rich plays his single buddy, David Doyle plays Dana's dad, and Marjorie Lord, Mark's mom. There were also the next-door neighbors, played by Tom Sharp, Louise Williams, and Victor Damatia, and a babysitter, played by Viveka Davis. 
We covered Christopher Rich on episode 141 for The Charmings, David Doyle in episode 60 for The New Dick Van Dyke Show, Marjorie Lord way back in episode 9 for The Danny Thomas Show, and Louise Williams in episode 83 for Busting Loose. Dana Delaney saw Broadway productions as a kid and was interested in acting at an early age. She was doing summer stock during college, which led to Broadway, a life, as well as soaps and commercial work, which led to Sweet Surrender. The quick cancellation of that series freed her up for her best-known role on China Beach, earning her two Emmys. There were films, Masquerade, Moon Over Parador, Tombstone, Exit to Eden, Fly Away Home, with regular or recurring TV roles on Pasadena, Presidio Med, Kidnapped, Desperate Housewives, Body of Proof, The Comedians, Hand of God, and The Code. Delaney also became a voiceover actor, Batman, Mask of the Phantasm, Lois Lane in the DC Animated Universe, and Wing Commander Academy. Eden Gross was also a voice actor, Foofer, Little Dracula, Pro Stars, The Legend of Prince Valiant, The Little Mermaid TV series, The Ren and Stimpy Show, Child's Play, and did live-action work on Free Spirit, Empty Nest, and Walter and Emily. Mark Bloom moved from the stage to films, Desperately Seeking Susan, Crocodile Dundee, The Presidio, returning to the stage in Broadway's Lost in Yonkers, The Graduate, and Twelve Angry Men. Other regular or recurring TV roles, Capital News, CPW, Law & Order, Mozart in the Jungle, and You. Bloom passed in 2020 from COVID complications. Tom Sharp did a lot of commercial work and was a regular or recurred on First Impressions, Dinosaurs, Voice Work, and Home Improvement. Victor Damatia went on to the series A Peaceable Kingdom and did a lot of voice work. Vivica Davis appeared in films Shoot the Moon, Morgan Stewart's Coming Home, Curly Sue, Ed TV, and Cast Away, but may be better known for her role on the TV movie and series V. Sweet Surrender surrendered quickly on the TV schedule, six episodes and out. Delena later obliquely referred to the series, I had already done a sitcom which was just not fun to me. Shockingly, there are episodes available on YouTube. The opening theme sounds like the background music to an 80s industrial film. The show's fashions and sets just scream the 80s. The whole episode involves the family going out to dinner. There are several montages and a scene about programming a VCR. It's more like watching home movies than a sitcom. Damon Wayans does make an appearance, though. The name's Jerry Baskin. I've always been an easygoing, footloose kind of dude. But I kind of hit some rough times. So I thought about it, came up with a solution. Down and Out in Beverly Hills premiered on Fox on April 26, 1987 at 9 p.m. TV show based on a movie alert. The minor hit, it only made $62 million at the box office, made it to the small screen. It's the tale of a nouveau riche family and their travails when a homeless man enters their lives. The dad is played by Hector Elizondo, Richard Dreyfus in the film. Anita Morris is the mom, replacing Bette Midler. Eileen Seeley plays the daughter, Tracy Nelson, in the film. And even Richard's the son, the only cast member to come from the film. 
April Ortiz plays the maid the dad has an affair with, Elizabeth Pena, in the film. And the homeless guy is played by Tim Thomerson, Nick Nolte, in the film. We covered Hector Elizondo in episode 79 for Poppy, Evan Richards in episode 121 for Mama Malone, and Tim Thomerson in episode 88 for Quark. Anita Morris was better known for her stage and film work. This was her only regular TV role, apart from nighttime soap Behringer's. Broadway runs include Jesus Christ Superstar, The Magic Show, The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, Sugar Baby. She was nominated for a Tony for that one and lost to a fellow actor in the same show. Plans to have her perform her nine number at the Tonys were dropped at the last moment when censors nixed her outfit. 21 years later, Jane Krakowski won a Tony playing the same role in a revival. Film work includes The Happy Hooker, The Hotel New Hampshire, Ruthless People, 18 Again, and Radio Land Murders. Morris died of cancer in 1994. Eileen Seeley went on to a short run on Mr. Belvedere, a lot of TV guest spots, and Bruce Wayne's mom in the George Clooney Batman movie. April Ortiz had runs on Days of Our Lives, voice work on Crow, and films Father of the Bride and The Majestic. Down and Out was down for the count after 13 episodes, five of which never aired. It has the distinction of being the first series ever canceled on Fox. Could only find the opening theme online, which sets up the premise, then introduces the cast with Casio-worthy music. More of 1987 sitcoms in our next episode. Announcer Bot... How can the folks find us online? Go to sfpodcastnetwork.com to get the feed, other SF podcasts, and blogs. Subscribe via your favorite podcast catcher and leave us a review. You can email sfpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. Like us at facebook.com slash sfppn. Follow us on Twitter at sfppn. Check out Instagram at sfpodnetwork. Call us at 614-321-9737. That's 614-321-9SFP. Back to you, Mark. Well, I'm finding this episode in the archive. Tune in next time.